No, I did not at all. Well, when I graduated, we only were milking 200 cows, and I just thought, piggyback on with my dad, like do what he's doing. He's already he already has a great farm. He's a great herds guy, a great cow guy. So I'm like, I'm just gonna learn from him. Just keep doing what he what he's doing, and then um, as time went on, it just opportunities just started presenting themselves. Things kept going advancing and just little things like this little technology stuff like this this kept adding up and hopefully we get more technology advanced in the future but yeah and one of the points you made is people almost feel sympathy for dairy farmers because of the work but you have a different way yeah it's hard work but it's not like they did 50 years ago yeah it's still hard work it still takes a lot out of me but at the same time i have a whole nother I have a family. My fiancé doesn't work on the farm. He works off the farm. So I have majority of my weekends off. Like, sometimes I have to go out, like, if I get an alert or if I look at my phone and there's a sick cow I got to take care of. I would say one out of four weekends, I'm working the whole weekend. Otherwise, I just pop in and out as Mm -hmm. things come up. And I have most of my weekend off, and I can spend it with my family. Or if I come in at 5 o'clock, I don't have to get a call at 6 o'clock. There's down cow because I didn't notice it before I got mm-hmm. into the house or right. stuff like that so it just allows me to have more of a regular life i guess well and i don't want people thinking that you're swinging big technology because you've been kind of measured on your approach to investing in technology yeah yeah so i mean there's a lot more stuff that we can be using like there's gates that will sort cows out for me that uh need help that are sick that need to get bread that need any type of attention and i don't have to go out to the freestyle barn to grab them um there's a whole parlor that our parlor is really nice right now as it as it is, but there's a whole nother level of monitoring even as the cows are getting milked that I, we have not tapped into yet, which I would love to in the next 10 years, 20 years. And it's been a trial and error situation. It's not like you've been hitting it out of the park every time you pick a piece of technology. No, um, we had a herd monitoring system maybe eight years ago we started with and it just it didn't work out that great the collars weren't accurate they weren't they were the batteries were dying really fast um mm-hmm. they just it just wasn't working simple out stuff. simple stuff simple stuff yeah you know and the other part that people don't think about with technology is it's really helped you uh, i'll say grow your staff or make your staff see a future working with you yeah so some of our milkers have kind of evolved into seeing cows for more than just the things that come through the parlor, they throw a milking unit on. They, it kind of allows them to be more cow people. Like Helen said before, people that don't have a cow eye all of a sudden have the ability to have the cow eye, can understand cows better. And you work really hard at building the relationship you've got. How many staff do you does the dairy have? Um, we have six milkers, and then we have one full-time guy, Nick. It's been with us since he's been... 14 or 15 years Mm -hmm. old so he's been there a long time but um we have a great relationship i try my hardest um to find out anything about their lives that they want to share i I take interest i and genuinely take an interest in their lives like they have their stories coming into this country or anything are really interesting actually and it's not it's not something you should just like sleep on like there are opportunities to get to know your employees out there that if you just sleep on them then then you miss that, and then you missed a, a misconnection. Well, and you want them to see that you live the same life that they do. Yeah. Same, you don't you don't treat them like labor. No, they're not just labor. It's just just because they you expect them to come to your farm every single day. You can't expect them to not 
be kind of like family. Like back 50 years ago, the people that came to your farm every single day were family. You worked with your family every single day. So now the people that you got coming to your farm that you want to work and do a good job, you got to treat like family because they are just regular people just like us. Everybody's a human. And it's not just the day-to-day conversation. You live it, you walk it, tell them a little bit. It's in the housing, and it's also in the way that you... Uh, help them understand their performance's impact on the dairy? Yeah, so first off, we all, we provide housing for our milkers, and it's it's houses that I would live in. It's houses, if there's not something right in them, we fix it right away, or we make sure that it's conditions that anybody in this world would be comfortable living in. And, um, I forgot what and then the incentives, or how you keep them engaged, that technology, the information you get, you share with them, but you also reward them. Yeah, so, I mean... We get a cement Excel um, check every month as a bonus if we have under 100000 We try to um, distribute that out to the employees, too, just to kind of give them an idea that they're doing a good job. Or, I mean, some people say that they don't want to do monetary bonuses, but our employees really react well to monetary bonuses, so we're just going to keep doing that. Mm-hmm. No, t- tell me, how long have they been with you? What, what's the feedback from them? Because if you get them engaged in the process, then they come up with ideas, too. Yeah, they've been with us since 2020. I want to say January of 2020. We um, got our current labor force or milk force. Mm-hmm. Milk force. Um, but uh, yeah, we just we keep them informed of what's going on in the dairy, and we keep them knowing of that their day-to-day steps and chores aren't just a mundane task. We would try to teach them the how and why behind stuff. So a lot of them, they came from not cow backgrounds and a lot of them have grown to really love cows because now they understand cows and it it makes them feel good to know that they're helping them have you been able to retain your employees i mean you guys aren't the only dairy in town have you been able to retain them because of not only your approach to them but also this technology option yeah we um half of the employees that we hired on in 2020 when we switched labor forces are the same ones that have always been here um, the main, the first family that came here is, is came to us is the same family that's still working for us. So, and they just if we if someone wants to leave, they know like a cousin or a friend or somebody that wants work, and they will send them our way. And they, it's nice to know that our employees are doing well at our house right now or our farm, are already doing well. So they're going to bring in people that they want to work with and they trust and our friends or family members. So that kind of helps too. We were kind of laughing, although everybody in the dairy industry knows it. That when you decide, when you and dad kind of decide it's time to grow in this economic climate, in this milk supply climate, you got to ask permission yeah. of your supplier. Paint me a picture. You said, you know, that sort gates would be like a wish list. But truly, as a young woman, did you ever expect that you would be hands-on in the game, a dairy farmer? Or did you think you'd be like some of us in the audience in agribusiness? I kind of had no idea what I was getting into. I knew, well, I went to college for two years at UW-Marinette, just get to my generals uh, done. Yeah, and I yeah. just, because I wasn't really sure where I wanted to yeah, go, because yeah. I, I know I grew up loving farming, but I also didn't know what else was out there. Yeah. So then I um, graduated from Marinette with my general study yeah. or whatever. And then I went to River Falls. I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I want to go into the dairy industry. Like, I just can't find anything else that I like enough. Mm-hmm. So then... Probably my junior, halfway through my junior year, I'm like, yeah, I want to go back to the farm. <laughs> like, I don't know why, just, just probably the fact that I had a good farm to go back to, and my dad is a great uh, example of how to farm, yeah. and he's a um, a good guy. Like, he's nice, he's easy to work with, He's mm-hmm. he teaches me a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Still, to this day, he teaches mm-hmm. me stuff every mm-hmm. single day. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just stuff like that, like, I 
I, and it's also nice, too, to have a bachelor's degree in dairy science because I can always fall back. If farming doesn't work out for me, for like, maybe I, like, break my leg and I can't walk around or something. Like, then I can always have an industry job. Like, and it's also a good thing to fall back on that I always have that degree in my back pocket. You and Dad talk about what's ahead for the dairy? Um, no, there's some places that have their 10-year and 5-year plans, and we don't really. <laughs> we just kind of, like talk about like stuff we could improve but we don't really have a wish list but I think it's just because we're on the same page of like how we want the the dairy to go forward so we both have the same idea of like technology first cow comfort first all those kind of things so I think that's probably why we don't really have a a wish list or an idea list but we both if we set an idea to one another we most likely be like yep that's that's the thing we want to do. Now you just got done hosting the Oconto County Dairy Breakfast this summer Tell me a little bit about what that interaction with the general public that really knows very little about dairy, number one, about the technology dairy's using today, number two. Um, it was actually really fun to see a lot of people out that, um, it was like 50 degrees too, and there was 4,000 people that came out to see a farm, which I thought was amazing in itself. But it was fun to show people a modern dairy farm that truly cares for their cows, cow comfort. We use a lot of technology. It was fun to see the public like laughing and smiling and watching cows do their thing in the freestyle barn. And someone would be like, don't they ever go outside? And I'm like, well, if, would you want to go outside when it's 90 degrees out? So it was fun kind of to explain a little bit different perspective that some people have as opposed to if they were a farm people. Yeah. You're telling them the why when normally you're telling your employees the why. Yeah. Yep. And like, I don't know what, how or like I think the average person is like what two or three generations removed from the farm four Four generations removed from the farm so people get their their ideas in their head and then like their dad will tell them that because he wasn't on a farm and then they're they'll tell their kid that how that's how farming works when they were never on a farm which which I can see why some people form the opinions that they do because it does come from a good place but it is fun to and it's fun to tell people why and the real truth behind stuff and the reasons that they think that are bad that actually aren't bad so stuff like that. 